0: Welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. We are the official podcast of StarWarsNewsNet.com, also known as TRB. We're the TRB3. That's true. I'm John Hoey. That's James Bainey. That's Lacey Gilleran. And we are here to talk to you about Star Wars because we love Star Wars. It's 2020, and yes, we still love Star Wars very much. Um, guys, how you doing? Good. Doing good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh man i didn't get the memo
0: yeah you didn't but uh there's a reason why james and i are wearing these shirts if you're watching on youtube james and i are wearing make solo Two happen t-shirts and a sweatshirt and don't bother looking for james's sweatshirt on uh Anywhere, we'll get that. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the reason why we're wearing it, and we're not huge on announcements. We don't like to tease things. We like to just really get to the point. We are announcing that we are going to be bringing back Make Solo Two Happen Day, 25 days from today, on the actual anniversary of when Solo was released in theaters two years ago. So on Monday, May 25th, we are officially declaring it. Make Solo 2 Happen Day! We're back, baby! Which means they're not making solo, so we're back. We're back. Come back at it. Um, I'm uh, excited about this. We weren't really sure that we were going to be doing another one because the first one was a success beyond what we imagined. We only thought maybe we'd get 100 tweets or so the first time, and it obviously trended worldwide and in the U.S. Mm-hmm. at uh, number one in the U.S. at one point and number three internationally, I think. Um, but we know how it's a positive thing, and we know how much you guys love doing it. A lot of people have come aboard since we did it the first time, uh, so we're gonna, you know, get more details to you in the in the weeks ahead. Um, but just know that May 25th, Monday, we're gonna be putting out an episode all about. Solo and Make Solo 2 Happen. Uh, just have another day where we fire off the hashtag Make Solo 2 Happen on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you are. Post pictures of how much you love Solo, why you love Solo, why you want to see a follow-up, and let us let them uh, hear us. Um, so, are you guys uh, excited to get back into this? Um, we, we'll reveal more details later, but just in general, James, um, how you feeling? We're bringing it
2: back. Yeah, um, I, think, I think the big thing that you mentioned was we were afraid to potentially do another one just because the first one was successful beyond what we could imagine um, <laughs> I I don't expect it to, to do what it was doing I mean the fact that you, you mentioned some things there I think the idea behind it is just us having an opportunity to just like totally dive into it all day just jump in headfirst. first um, and yeah. uh, I know that it would in a weird way um, kind of be disappointing to the people who had so much fun last year doing this, um, because we have had people that said, "Hey, are you gonna do? Are you gonna do this again?" Um, and a lot of people have talked about it on their shows and stuff. You know, um, we've we've mentioned how it's kind of become the term for whenever they do make solo two happen. Um, it's the vernacular. Um, so in a, in a lot of ways we just feel like it, it's, uh, it's, it's part of our thing and it's what we do. So, um, we'll, we'll do it again, successful or not. You know, we're here for make solo two happen.
0: Yeah. Lacey. Um, I know you are all the time putting out the hashtag, uh, and we all are, but, uh, you love interacting with people over it. And, uh, I know you love positivity and fandom just as much as anybody and this movement really did capture that so are you uh, you must be fired up that we're bringing it back and and uh we're gonna have another day uh having fun online about solo
1: yeah i'm super excited i i'm kind of disappointed in myself for not wearing my shirt but to be fair <laughs> but to be fair just tell the audio listeners I,
2: you are that's all
1: <laughs> no i want to be truthful but to be fair i've worn it the past two thursday episodes yeah so i just chose the wrong weeks <laughs> <laughs> to wear it, but i have been wearing it um yeah no mm-hmm. i, I love
2: today right i am <laughs> there he is well,
1: no not re- no this is um 2016 so this is before the last jedi so this is actually well i know but weekends. he's still it's
2: Pre-Bluk. still blue old luke shirt yeah
1: <laughs> yeah um I'm, I am I love make Solo 2 happen. I love what it stands for. I love the positivity, positivity around it. Um, and I'm excited to just talk about it again um, and just have a day where everything's, like, fun. You know, talking about mm-hmm. Star Wars. Because yeah. I think it's very rare for someone to hate on Solo. I'm not saying there aren't people that do it, but usually... The reasons they do it aren't because solo is a bad movie it's like some tied to something else right um the one caveat that we have for listeners or people I want to get involved just don't tag the creators don't spam them Yeah. because i can only imagine last time <laughs> how crazy it was which it's wonderful because they commented a bunch of them including ron howard and we love that mm-hmm. um but it, just let's not blow up their mentions right let's let's ha- let them see it trending on their own you know
0: right yeah that's, that's the only that thing that is, other
1: than that like have fun post pictures yeah have a it, good day
0: yeah uh, you know it's it's a thing that came out of almost like a tongue-in-cheek joke of mine because it's so unlikely that they were going to make a solo follow-up so we thought it'd be a funny idea to make a make solo <laughs> two happen shirt um because for the first time since the first star wars movie it's an underdog solo uh, didn't perform as well and we think it's a lot of it to do with marketing and that sort of thing. It was a very good movie. I think a lot of fans really liked it. And we noticed last year it was very positive online uh, about it. Even people were like, well, you know, Solo was okay, but I'm down. You know, it was a, a lot of support, a lot of good vibes, um, which is hard to come by these days. Um, but So we're going to bring it back and have some more fun. Again, Monday, May 25th, Make Solo 2 Happen Day is coming back so get ready now before we get into our first segment of the day i'm gonna toss it to james now because today is another big day for us that kind of ties into makes a little two happen because you're gonna need some gear to post some photos on makes a little too happen day so james what we we talked about it we teased it monday what are we what are we getting into today so people can pick up some sweet gear from makes a little happen and other stuff
2: um, well, we moved our site from, um, a, a website called T public to this one, which is T Uh, it doesn't seem like a very notable change, but it is, uh, talked a little bit on Monday about how most of this move has to do more with background stuff and us being able to do more with, uh, the product. Um, but the big one I think for us is, is going to the store and being able to see that we have uh, a new banner up. Um, we have officially uh, kind of refreshed our logo. Um, so the logo uh, just is like a little tweaked now, and it, it looks a little bit more uh, current in my and our opinion. Um, and then we, uh, we've kind of uh, figured out what we think is really what you guys want, as opposed to kind of over flooding you with like a ton of designs. We've picked out our best. And we've brought new designs, um, and these designs come from not like, hey, we should put shirts up because we're a real podcast. And now they're, those shirts are on our site. They're more like we've been working towards, um, you know, getting better and, and realizing what is what is good about uh, Resistance Broadcast merch, and so or Star Wars merch in general. And this is like our cream of the crop if you will yeah, Um, yeah. and just the way we've kind of laid it out and stuff so um, I think at the end of the day you might go over there and you might say okay this looks different but it's still kind of similar but just know that um, buying uh, shirts and and helping us out on this platform ultimately helps the podcast a lot more than it did on the other site and uh, we're really happy to be here now. Yeah and it makes them look
0: really good because they're cool t-shirts and they get to wear them but um So if if you do want uh, to get your Make Solo 2 Happen shirt or sweatshirt or what have you, you can get that now. We are at teespring.com slash stores slash resistance broadcast. We'll post a link. We'll have a link in our uh, YouTube video and all that sort of stuff. But you can get uh, your Mm -hmm. gear and you order it now and you'll have it in time to take photos and post them online for hashtag Make Solo 2 Happen Day. So we're excited about that, excited about this. But we're also excited about podcasting uh, as always. And this week we're bringing back uh, a segment that's not called. Will the Force. So, James, what are we doing this week?
2: The Force is with me. And I'm one with the Force. John, this week we are doing Juan with the Force. Juan. Um, That's Juan my name in Spanish. Force. Is it? Juan. What are these I weird know, accents, I know my accents you name guys in, have
1: been doing lately?
2: I know my oh, name. Oh, I don't in, know, Lucy. No, you yeah, like, tell me. It's. John said his favorite ride at Disneyland was, uh, or Disney World was Pirates of the Caribbean, and now I see. Yeah. why. I can
1: see why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Yo ho! Yeah. We're doing one with
2: the force. All right. Really uh, bad. For anybody that doesn't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out a situation, uh, and we have to we give one answer, just one single answer. Uh, y- you'll get the you'll get the idea. Here's the here's the game. Uh, name one actor or actress. From Star Wars, you would want to watch a Star Wars movie with. Uh, Lacey, you're going first on this. Who is your one actor or actress? Mark Hamill. Hmm. And what, uh, this side question, what movie?
1: Um, Return of the Jedi.
2: Ooh! All
1: right.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
2: Very interesting. I like that way. I,
0: I like Job
1: sale bar. She sells it every time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not. That's not part of the question, but that definitely puts like an interesting twist on it. Um, that that's a good answer, Lacey. I really like I that one. I just think uh, John. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Can
1: I not explain why?
2: John, wait until she finishes her answer. Right. Go ahead, um, Lacey.
1: Um. So I know that a lot of people are like, "Wait, what? You wouldn't pick Adam Driver? <laughs> you wouldn't pick Daisy?" I grew up loving Mark. I grew up loving the original trilogy. So if I had a choice, I would pick Luke Skywalker because that was the hero that like made me who I am. So that's why I picked Mark. And plus, mm-hmm. he'd probably have really, really funny, hilarious stories from like their crazy productions back in the day. And I yeah. think that would be super fun mm-hmm. to listen to. And he'd just John, do this the whole time with me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Love you, Mark. (laughs) Uh, My my turn? Is that the deal? Yeah.
0: Um, I was going to say Mark Hamill, too, but I I don't want to be repetitive. Mark,
1: pick me. Harrison?
2: (laughs)
0: Uh, No. No. Um, You can say Mark, too. Yeah, I I was going to say Mark Hamill with A New Hope. Um, Mm. The first one. And anytime he talks about that movie, it's very anecdotal and it's always like something new. And it's always like, it'll be a subtle thing, like, oh, man, I remember putting on that Stormtrooper helmet, and it was tight, and it ripped my hair out but or do something. do you have a like... Mark shirt? Uh, no, no, I don't. Um, I have a tattoo of him <laughs> on my back to scale, actually. Um... No, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> I love if she asked that as though it's possible. <laughs> like, no, you don't, maybe. A little bit. No, you don't. Uh, yeah, so um, I, was, I
2: was leaning towards Jonas, actually, but I'm going to go with Mark Hamill. Oh that would be good too. um one that I personally was leaning towards was like an Anthony Daniels and like maybe one of the prequels um but I think my actual choice and it's a little bit of a risk, I think because there's two possibilities with it. I'm gonna go uh John boyega That's and I'm gonna watch pick. Empire Strikes back with him. That's cool yeah um because i I think that uh I, I I see him sometimes when he talks about Star Wars and it's like He's like, talks about his outfit, you know, and how he wanted it. And he saw the red stripe and he's like, oh, that's my boy. You know what I mean? It brought yeah, him yeah. back <laughs> to like uh, Han Solo and stuff. And I, I think he would have fun watching Empire Strikes Back. Um, another one too is like, you watch that, you watch that, uh, trailer reaction he had where he jumps over the couch and stuff and I'm like man I think think there's a good possibility that the whole time he would just be like pumped with me like he's like I love this part you know and stuff like I I think it could be really interesting the reason I think it's a risk is because John Boyega is a social media junkie and I feel like he could also watch the movie like this dude <laughs> like
0: just, honestly probably like you
2: think it would be really cool but it, he's just like in the room like kind of on his phone and it, <laughs> you know not it, really i doing think anything
0: if she was alive i think a bunch of us would pick carrie fisher
1: oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that would
0: be amazing just to hang out with carrie fisher and like her genius like crazy brain would be unbelievable she's so funny yeah yeah and we would
2: and attack of the clones i think would be the the go-to movie that for her. yeah yeah without a <laughs> doubt <laughs> if if you uh would you watch a new hope with, with her empire empire yeah empire
1: i'd watch return of the jedi with her <laughs> i just yeah i
2: think
0: so we each get a movie yeah. james can watch a new hope with carrie i'll watch empire and Lacey will watch return of the jedi there you go. Nice. Or you both can just um, not, all right.
1: and I'll watch all of them.
2: That's all true. right. You know what? <laughs> all right. You get to be stationed on a rebel or resistant base. Uh, you get to choose between uh, these options. You could be stationed on Yavin 4, Hoth, Dakar, or Agent Kloss. Which one do you pick? John, which one? Agent Kloss.
0: Because uh, I feel like you have the least chance of being killed because the other three (laughs) (laughs) had massive attacks, at least almost uh, made to them, or they did happen. Um, And it seems very, even though it's in like the jungle, it seems very like fun. Like, I even thought to myself, if they made, like, a playscape of Star Wars and it was the Ajaan Kloss base from Episode Nine, and you had, like, the X-Wings here, the Falcon there, some weird cargo net mm. there, someone's up on a rock reading a book there, and there's a training course and all this stuff. I mean, that sounds pretty cool to me. So, um, I don't know. I think I'm down with Ajaan Kloss. Might be a little recency effect here, but I like it.
2: Like, if they made a, um, a play place in uh star Wars or in disney somewhere yeah uh, kind of like that old honey i shrunk the kids that's play exactly place. what i thought about yes
0: which they ripped
1: down like and Ray's put course. galaxy's edge in <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> was that uh, oh. no
0: that that was that's been
2: gone a long time
1: <laughs> no they ripped that down for galaxy's edge
2: did they mm-hmm.
1: yes and the honey i shrunk Land. the kids
2: thing was there like in 2018
1: they ripped it down for Toy Story and Galaxy's Edge. That, like the New York Street, the car show that mm. was over there.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Basically, mm-hmm. everything what, uh,
1: Muppets past Muppets got ripped down.
2: Yeah. Uh, what's your uh, What's your pick?
1: Same pick, Agent Kloss. I mm-hmm. think it's the coolest one out of these. Hoth is super cold, and you have Wampas that will just like kill you. Uh, and then Dakar got. I was gonna
2: say Hoth? Seriously.
1: I, I don't know.
2: Some sadist.
1: But I, I, I don't know if it's like John said, it's a, a recency thing. But it just looked like <clears throat> the most beautiful space to be in. It's like super chill, and like even in their meeting space, it's like this really cool like ruins with vines. And like as you guys know, I'm like really into plants right now, so it's like my yeah. thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For show. Sure. Um, you know I, I, I. Th- considered that one for the exact reason that John brought up which was the like least likely to get attacked kind of thing <laughs> um but before i thought of that my actual first answer was uh to car and the reason i when i thought about the car was because um it's the it's the most it appears to me that it's the most comfortable temperature Uh, Obviously, Hoth is freezing, (laughs) but Yavin Four and Agent Kloss to me just look like humidity to the nth degree. Like it just—I bet it is so hot in their jungle uh, area. It just—it looked miserable to me. But Dakar looked like open and grassy. It looked—it reminded me more of the Shire, (laughs) you know?
3: Yeah, it was England.
2: Like. Yeah, I was like, that looks, that looks like a good base to be on. And at the end of the day, yeah, it did get attacked, but like, you know, it was more like a, just, you, they didn't have to fight for their lives. They had to get on a ship and hope for, to get out. You know. So, mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Um. All right. So, the next question is: What character introduced in the Rise of Skywalker? Would you want to see Return if they make more movies about Ray Skywalker? Um, Lacey, this one's coming back at you, uh, but this has to be a character that was introduced in The Rise of Skywalker.
1: Uh, it's This is kind of a two-piece, because I don't think you can have one without the other, which would be Zori Bliss and uh, Babu Frick. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Is
1: it a two-piece? Babu... Yeah, sh- Babu's always with her.
0: I feel like you're cheating a little bit.
1: I'm not really cheating.
0: No, a little bit.
1: Nope. Uh, I'd like to see them come back. I think Zori was a great character. Character Babu was hilarious, so I'd like to see that explored more, especially with the whole Poe thing, which we only got a glimpse of. It was like such a small little bit.
2: That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, John, who would be your character?
0: It was between Janna and this pick. Uh, I like Janna a lot. I think we will see her again. Uh, I hope so anyway. Um, I thought that character worked. Her scene with Finn on the Falcon I thought was really good Um, in one of the slower parts of the movie. Uh, But I got to go with Beaumont Kin. Uh, I knew
1: you were going to say Beaumont. I knew it. I knew
0: knew you were going to say Babu Frick. So (laughs) Frick that. Uh no, Beaumont Kin, um I like Dominic Monahan. I think he's a good actor. I like him in a lot of stuff he's been in. I even said that before The Rise of Skywalker came out. Um I liked how into it he was. Uh I liked his lines. I know people are like, oh, he just said all those things. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. All right. Um I think he would be fun. Uh, I think I wanted to see a little bit more of him in the movie. He fits those types of fantasy storytelling from Lord of the Rings to, to this. Uh, I'd love to see Beaumont Kin still around and be part of the niche of the future of the heroes if they go forward. I think that could be a really cool thing um, and maybe even let him get a little more involved. Uh, So Beaumont Kin is uh, who I'd like to see.
1: So you like cloning and dark science?
0: No, I like people who know to identify those things.
2: (laughs) It's not necessarily those two things, but Secret's only the Sith knew. Sith knew. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wants to um, do
2: Holdo maneuvers and do some real damage, and frankly, I want to see yeah. that. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to, to bring up the Shire, some sort of connection to that. Uh, that was kind of unintentional. However, Beaumontkin is my choice as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Um, Weird. You know, it, it is weird because I I was trying to think of the characters that were only introduced in this movie, and I was like, eh, you know, he was, like, actually the first one that popped up. Then I thought about Jana, then I thought about Zori Bliss, and I was like, okay, those are good options, too. Then I went to the Wikipedia and looked it up. <laughs> it's really, there's a lot of characters who show up, but they're all droids and random background characters and stuff. For the most part, it really kind of comes down to, like, these four choices, um and uh and he was the one that i felt could kind of be like a a cue to james bond yes if you will yeah. um someone that would kind of inform the story and you could take him along and like she would be the the brawn if you will and he would kind of i don't want to say he'd be the brains but he would be like the person that says like this is the only way in this is the way we got to do it mm-hmm. you know um so they they go with his plan um but uh, but him knowing all these secrets and stuff, I think he, his character is really intriguing. He's kind of like the new Maz Kanata, um, if you will, for, for that movie. Mm-hmm. But, um, yep, that's it. Uh, we, we got one more, though. Uh, and that is... Uh, th- this is a weird one. This or that, you must choose one. All right, you're offered an on-screen cameo in a Star Wars movie with a line of dialogue, but if you take it, you are never allowed—you're never allowed to attend a Star Wars celebration ever again. Um, obviously, we know this is kind of a stupid scenario, but it's fun to sometimes kind of put ourselves in these like hypothetical what ifs. Um, so I am going uh, to you, John, first. Uh, you get a line of dialogue you get to be in a live action star wars movie but you can never go to star wars celebration again what do you choose
0: i will see you on the youtube stream star wars celebration i am out put me in the movie give me the line that's the deal
2: that is the deal yeah um i feel like there's a a weird kind of out on this one, but I want to see what Lacey says. No, I want to like see what you say out. first. All right. Well, my cheap out is, I feel like at the end of the day, I could still have very much success going to all these other uh, campaigns. Or what are they called? Um, conventions. Like, you know, and still be able to celebrate with Star Wars fans and other things like that. So I kind of played the game as if like, no, you're not allowed to go on podcasts. No, you're not allowed to do interviews. <laughs> you just, you just know, and you can have, you can talk with your friends and people, you know, but you're never allowed to like publicly be the center of attention um, because of it. And in that case, I would not be in the movie, but if it was just, just celebration, absolutely. I'd be in the movie. That would, that's my answer.
1: This is tough. This is a tough one. I think this is the toughest one we've ever had. And reason it because, obviously it's a Star Wars movie, so you'd be like, of course you'd take the Star Wars movie. But unless you've been to a celebration, you don't understand how wonderful it is, and how much fun it is, and how many friends you make there, and how you have this like wonderful weekend where you belong and everything's wonderful, and real life isn't bothering you and you get to connect uh with all these different people about the same thing and it's just like literally it's like a warm hug all weekend and i hate hugs and that's what celebration is so
0: lacey has been practicing social distancing <laughs> for years before
1: <laughs> it, it's just She's like it's like is... a
2: hot glass of milk i hate hot glasses <laughs> of milk like what
1: No, I'm saying, like, I hate hugs, but I accept that that weekend is filled with hugs and, like, being friendly. It's like I give up my normal shenanigans for that one weekend knowing that the positivity and the wonderful moments you have with people are worth maybe feeling a little uncomfortable with hugs.
2: So you're going with Celebration
1: no i'm probably going to be in the star wars because <laughs> <first. laughs> it's a star wars
3: oh, i God. said it was
1: tough um but like james said you could probably just go to other cons and be like hey we're all the star wars meetups
0: <laughs> it makes so much money selling <laughs> autographs and photos
1: well yeah, i guess I mean, it depends t- on what your line is like is if is it like a Babu Frick moment where you have like one line and everyone's talking about it. Or is it like, sir, here's your pen type moment.
0: Yeah, true.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean mean, to get into like the nitty gritty
1: of the situation, but yeah,
2: but that was my first thought is I was like, you know what? Celebration is awesome and I love it. But at the same time, you know, you're going to have those Conversations and stuff at like a New York Comic Con, a San Diego Comic Con, like all these other conventions. That these these people, I mean, they don't just go to celebration. You you see all these actors and stuff going to all these different conventions. Um, mm-hmm. So I tried to play the game as like, a, there's no cheap out. Like the point is like, you get no public recognition for it, mm-hmm. but you you're that guy. You yeah. know, you are the character. Yeah. Um, so I kind of went with that, but but yeah I, I would do the movie if it was just celebration for ding, sure. ding, I can ding, imagine ding.
1: all oh. the, the hate pieces about my character already <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> me too yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just know uh, <laughs> um, you know what uh, you know what people don't hate though the Patreon pod race that's true that's why we're gonna I head to that <laughs> section <laughs> we're gonna head to that section next uh, that's it for one with the force
1: All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon Padres. So this is where you guys get to support us and be a part of the show. That being said... There are lots of ways you can support us. You can support us here on YouTube by liking, commenting, subscribing uh, on audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And then you can follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN, etc., um, or you can also be a part of our community on patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. There's a ton of different tiers, different uh, officers that you can be, which give you different access from mini episodes and q and behind the scenes stuff, uh, mailings, exclusive discord channels, servers, stuff like that. Um, and we have Generals, which is our top tier, and they actually get to be a part of the show. So before I get into the pot race, I just want to thank the Generals. So thank you to General Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, Tampa Movie Guy, Michael Gaines, and Val Trishkoff. Thank you. 14-year-old Val. Thank
2: you, Generals.
1: Um, so this week we had General Jeremy Myers... For the pod race and we asked him the following question which he had 60 seconds or less to answer and it was with star wars celebration looking unlikely to happen uh would you like to see them postpone this one to a later date or cancel it and regroup for the next of the for the year of the next movie in 2022 or both which one do you want so jeremy take it away
3: hey, everyone greetings from the hospital here Welcome to the new TRB member to the family, one day old, little Olivia. Uh, I want to see celebration postponed and pushed off to a little bit later date. I don't want to see it canceled. It was too much fun. I was looking forward to uh, hanging out with everyone, getting to see the panels again and all the new and upcoming news that were going to be coming out. Um, so other than that, I don't want to see it canceled, it would not not be fun. I don't know what they could do in 2022 that uh would make it worth it, but postponed it's like next April will be good. So we can all uh, hang out at Disneyland at the convention, all right? Bye for now,
1: Jeremy. Congratulations, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> The resistance is growing. That is, <laughs> we're so happy for you. Um, congrats on your new baby girl, Olivia. I love that you're rocking the TRB T-shirt I'm not in, crying, the you're <laughs> in the hospital. you uh, crying in the hospital. This is probably the most adorable pod race we've ever had. Um, so thank you so much, John. What did you think of his answer?
0: I expected this answer out of Jeremy, and I kind of, you know. Put it out there because I love Jeremy's energy about celebration. Um, I think it's one of those things that kind of brought us. It is pretty much the thing that brought him to us in terms of uh, being a fan of ours and uh, a friend um, was uh, Chicago. And um, it's funny seeing photos from Chicago. I don't know that we have any with Jeremy, but he's in in the background of a bunch of them. Um mm-hmm. and just remembering hanging out with him there. So I wanted to get his take on this, pretty much knowing he was going to say he hopes they still do it but just postpone it, and he did. And um, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Jeremy. I hope they do keep this one around, and maybe if they do postpone it, the silver lining is that there's more stuff in production for them to tell us about and maybe people will be a little less nervous uh because maybe they could pull off august but it'll still be a little uneasy if they push it a bit and everyone gets a little more comfortable it might be the right thing to do and uh yeah seeing uh you with your baby and you taking the time uh, uh having uh olivia born and then you doing a pod race is insane so congratulations to you uh and your family hope everyone's safe and healthy and uh thanks for all of your support thanks for being positive and uh an awesome star wars fan and a part of uh, the trb fam and now we have another generation uh so uh buy our microphone and see what happens thanks man
1: <laughs> james
2: um yeah i i think i would hate to be you know someone in charge of this of the celebration right now um because i think ultimately we we all kind of want it to happen um but I think the right thing is probably to move it back because at the end of the day, you're going to have some people that don't get to go then, but you also are going to open the door for people that like couldn't for whatever reason, like, Oh, sorry. I was, I'm getting married in August. I can't, I can't go to that, but now they can cause it got moved to April. So at the end of the day, you're going to have about the same amount of attendance, Um, It pushes us closer to the movies. uh, Everything that they're planning on doing probably at this celebration just gets moved. Uh, That's a little more dead time, but you know, I I don't know. I think in in the end you're probably right. And um, maybe it should happen. Thanks for being a general and doing the pod race. Uh, It's such a kind of an inconvenient, I don't want to say inconvenient, but you know what I mean? It's like, Holy cow, most people would be like, yo, dude, I'm off for this week. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) But but I I appreciate you still wanting to pop in and be a part of the show, so thanks.
1: Yeah, the funny thing about Jeremy is that I I, uh, messaged him this topic on the Monday of the week, and he i didn't hear back from him for a couple days and i was like oh man i hope he saw this because sometimes people just don't see him or they don't get the notification so i followed up like that morning being like hey man did you happen to see this and then he announced in our discord that he had a baby and i was like i feel like a scumbag Uh,
2: and then i
1: quickly i quickly wrote back and was like i had no idea i'm so sorry i don't want to seem like i nagged you and he's like no he had no idea so you were so nice jeremy thank you um yeah i think the best thing for them to do would be to postpone. I'm going to be honest, I don't want them to. I would be one of those people that would go because um, I, I really like Celebration. Uh, but I get why people want them to, and I could see it happening because from people on the inside, I've heard that they were kind of basing their decision on San Diego Comic-Con and what their move was going to be, and now that San Diego has canceled, I could see them kind of following that lead, um, especially given that the the governor of california is like yeah we're not holding any events anytime soon and i was like oh that's not looking good um but we'll see what happens uh thank you so much jeremy again congratulations we're so happy for you thank you for being a part of the community um we hope you and your family are having a wonderful time with your new baby olivia very cool name um but yeah now we're going to go to john for our kessel run I was sad for a second. I couldn't say discussione, but...
3: But he did anyway.
1: (laughs) I did anyway. (laughs) You're welcome. Kessel Run!
3: (laughs) You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs.
0: Hey guys, it's time to do a Kessel Run. And what this is, if you're new to TRB, we honor Han and Chewie and the gang doing the Kessel Run in Solo with a list of 12 for each parsec they did it in. And we pick a topic and put together a list between the three of us of the 12 that we think fit that the best. This time, it is the 12 most evil acts in Star Wars. We teased it to you on Monday that evilness is coming. Well, there has been an awakening. Have you felt it? And this time, it's very evil. Uh, So, guys, Star Wars is nothing without great villains, and villains need to do evil things. So this castle run is just pure evil. We have put together our list, and now it is time to give it to you. And don't forget... In the comments, leave your list. Let us know what your picks are, if they're different from ours, and let us know what you think of our picks as well. And uh, don't forget, uh, it's a good time to remind you guys at 12 o'clock today, Eastern Time, US, we'll be heading to the comments section of the video on YouTube to discuss with you. Uh, The Kessel Run, other topics from One with the Force, or whatever you want to talk about. Leave a comment. The three of us will engage with you and have a little bit of a back and forth, a little uh, TRB chat time. So, 12 o'clock in the comments on YouTube. But now, it is time to get into our list. Um, Lacey, you're going to go first this week, this time. Okay. Most evil moments in Star Wars history. I know you're a big fan of death. Yeah. In Star Wars, the least self-proclaimed. What? Um, What is your first pick?
1: Okay, that's taken way out of context. (laughs) When I make these lists, I find that oftentimes what scares me is the death stuff. Yes. So every time we do a negative topic, I find, like, creatures. I'm like, wow, these are all things that could kill me. Right. Oh, wow, sad moments. These are all things that someone has died. Right. That's... I don't have a thing for death right what is that danos did <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so uh my first pick is krennic killing Jin's mom at the beginning of rogue Oof. one mm. um i thought that this was pretty evil in the sense that galen like ran away with his family which you know star wars is about family it's about protecting who you love uh he ran away so he wouldn't be a part of their evil plan took his family away tried to hide them away krennic found them and instead of just taking galen and leaving he killed jin's mom in front of her i think Mm -hmm. that not only killing her is bad but killing her in front of jin was pretty terrible um it's just one of those... It's kind of interesting that it's kind of like the typical Disney movie where one parent dies in the first five minutes um, yeah. and kind of sets the trajectory of the story, but uh, it just sets the tone for Krennic of how he's willing to do whatever it takes to uh, see his mission through and to, to get the power he wants, and that includes mowing people down along the way, even if it's a mother in front of her child. Um, which obviously you didn't know Jin was sitting there, but uh yeah, no, this was a very evil moment to do that, like kill someone's wife in front of them. Oh my gosh. It's rough.
0: Yeah. James, thoughts on that?
2: Um Well I mean you guys know I, I love Rogue One and I, I think Krennic is uh a very particularly evil villain. Um this uh this scene to me was great just because of how careless he was about the whole situation clearly lying to Galen you know clearly lying to both of them and um and at the end of the day he's like you know don't pull the trigger and then she's still thinking about it and he just he tries to say like hey i care about you and i care about your family i want to take i want to take you back but at the same time he's like well if you're going to point a gun at me then fire you know just he kind of just like so casually tells him just mm-hmm. just do it you know and it just it's so crazy like just how carelessly he cares about um, these people who are supposed to be his friends you know mm-hmm. I think the, right. the the beginning of this movie so perfectly sets up like these guys have a relationship and it's one is clearly aware of the true relationship of it and the other one is totally faking it and it yeah. it's just so good I love it
0: yeah yeah it gave me shades of uh new hope when um i mean we'll get into that later i guess but kind of getting forced back into a situation i'll put it that way um Mm -hmm. all right you or me um
2: i can go all right lay it on um this uh this one is a little spoilery if you haven't read the 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 novel um so if you haven't read phasma maybe skip ahead for just a second. Um, But uh, I think one of the craziest things about that novel is, is really uncovering who that character is. And while she gets often overlooked as a character who um, was misused or underused or something like that. um, I think going and reading this novel will really show you how villainous and how terrible of a person she is um, because in order to get where she needs to go, she plans for both of her parents to be killed, and she um, permanently disables her brother and then kills her brother. Like, so he she permanently disables him in order to become, like, the leader, and then when she is the leader, she leads him down the path of being killed. <laughs> and it's just... And it's all for self-preservation and she, it just really highlights how little she cares about anybody or anything other than herself. Yeah. It's, it's so terrible. Like it's, it's a great book though. I do recommend that's not the climax of the book necessarily. Um, there it's just, it's more about uncovering, you know, the, the process that she goes to, but man, Phasma, Bad, bad egg. Bad, really bad
0: egg. Um, She killed Brendel Hux too, right? For him. Correct, yeah. yeah. Uh, So, I mean, that's that's the thing about... uh, With the help of his son. Right. Uh, Another bad guy. Um, Yeah, Phasma is interesting because of the whole discussion of uh, underutilization in both movies she appeared in. And then when you parallel that to... The events of that novel um it's just you don't want to use the word missed opportunity you understood how evil she was because of the ordering of the killing of the villagers and all that stuff you got it you understood it but you didn't really see it uh and maybe if we saw a little bit more from her um it would added a little more weight to that character's presence in the movies um she was more of a lower level tier type of soldier in a sense even though she was in charge of the troopers but um yeah that's that's a good pick anytime and that's that's shakespearean tragedy stuff right there when you talk about k- killing your own family members or plotting and that sort of stuff so um good pick uh delilah s dawson right in that one right yeah yeah all right my first pick is um the destruction of alderaan by the death star ordered by uh grandma tarkin and uh over overseen by vader as well um and i need to preface this because i think james and i talked about this off air right before we recorded tonight you know why didn't you pick the hazian system because there's multiple five planets being killed there the reason i picked alderaan is just because of uh two reasons one they chose it as a test and that, it's like when you test something, and that's not supposed to be a big deal, but they're like, let's test this thing, not by blowing up uh, a giant asteroid or anything like that. Let's blow up a planet of billions of people as our test. And number two, they made Leia watch as they did it. And that is just uh, uh, such a level of evil that you can't really understand. And you can take, in real life, you can say... This dictator killed this many people, and this guy only killed this many people, and say, make the argument for the Hasean Prime and the Hasean system being uh, more evil, but inside storytelling what we're seeing we're watching leia and we're watching her watch her parents and her planet get destroyed um that has more weight to me and more evil and you see tarkin's face and you see vader holding her there to make sure she's watching and then you realize he's her dad like there's so many things that can go into that scene when you go back and watch it again um so the destruction of is my first pick in the cancel run
1: yeah i agree that's pretty pretty evil <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, don't know.
1: Up. I don't know it's more <laughs> evil watching up. your watching your uh, mom get killed in front of you or watching not only your whole family get killed but like everybody that you know and everybody from your home planet
2: <laughs> like probably the latter takes, one
1: takes a whole nother level right because you're like okay there's one person and then yeah I know that was Fair. really bad especially because like you said John the, the big indicator is like making her watch while they do it yeah it's just ugh, so evil so so evil and then they ended up torturing her anyway it's like Um, do you guys ever
0: watch um sons of anarchy no nope never mind good reference (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) all right uh my next one is shmi skywalker getting tortured Uh, In Attack of the Clones by the Sand People, which, interestingly enough, now when we look at Sand People based on Mandalorian, we're like, how did those people do this? But I'm going to go with what I know of in Attack of the Clones. Uh, For me, watching it the first time, it was very shocking because even though we see people die all the time in Star Wars, stormtroopers get shot, this person does this, whatever, It was very gruesome what they did to her they like cut down her face they had her tied up for days like there was just a lot there to unpack and for me it felt very much uh, much like oh this is the most graphic violent they've gotten with star wars at this point uh because even like when luke lost a hand you were like oh my god he lost his hand but like he still appeared okay and like he get a mechanical hand, he's all good. Like she <laughs> was tortured. Yeah. And it was so brutal um, that Anakin was feeling it for days. That how much pain she was in. Um, so yeah, it was. I I like can't get the image of her face out of my mind. Like I agree. all these years later, I still think of her face and how bad it was. And I remember being like, why would they include this? But it's it's necessary for him to take that next step towards the dark side. But yeah, it was pretty evil.
2: What's interesting about this particular pick, Lacey, is before I saw that you wrote it down, um, I had been writing down a list of things that I thought were some of the most evil. And one of the things that made my list, my short list, if you will, um, was Anakin, going on a rampage, killing all the, the sand people. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that is coming from a place where you said, you mentioned the Mandalorian, like these people are kind of they're Maybe they're not all there and he's still like just going, he doesn't even care. Um, the
1: kids. Yeah. But
2: I think when I, when you read or when you wrote that in the show notes, I said, you know what? At the, at the heart of it though, I think that is, that's the bad thing. Because seeing how terrible of a situation she was in was the thing that just made him want to figure out how to justify this, how to, you know, if if they're going to do this to me, then I'm going to have to do that to them. And and I don't even think at the end of it, he still feels like it was an even trade, like he killed the the women and Them the quickly. children too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he still didn't feel like that was a justifiable act in comparison to how terribly they treated her. Yeah.
1: I still don't get it. It's still one of those things that I'm like
2: mm. <laughs> Well, we? I mean mm. Yeah, do, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> do you we know, know what I mean? like <laughs> how 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 bad was it well i think he misread the situation
0: i I think it was one of those things where she she hung on it's like when uh, like someone hangs on uh just to say goodbye just for their yeah their spirit just stays alive just to say goodbye or one last uh, you know whatever and that was that she she was gone but she just hung on there just at the hope that she may get to see him again to try to like let him know like it's okay or you know i love you and that sort of thing
1: it was. It's brutal, though.
0: Yeah. All right, James. We're at. We have four in, so we're a third of the way through the Kessel Run. Hope everyone's enjoying their ride. Uh, pick five, James. What do you got?
2: Um. All right. Uh. It's. It's. It has to do with Jabba the Hutt, and it's the fact that he has slaves. Um. Which is one bad thing. But on top of him, on top of him having slaves, he has slaves that are chained by the neck. Um, which is also pretty bad. Uh, Then on top of that, he forces those slaves to perform and dance as like puppets and toys. And if that's not bad enough, if he doesn't like how it's going, he feeds them to the rancor for fun. (sighs) Evil
0: dude. You know... I just started, you know, because I, I write down, like, the summaries of each pick. And I was like, there's a lot of layers to this. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: That shows how evil it is. Like, <laughs> you know, people people like to, um, I
2: don't
0: they they like the Leia slave look and stuff like that, and all young men did growing up, and you know I completely get that part. But then you think about like the the Twi'lek and the dancer and the, the other people that he's probably gone through, and it's probably like the old court jester days, where if you didn't make the king laugh, you're gone. Uh, in that sort of style. Does like, he have
1: a budget though on metal bikinis? Like, does he have a closet that he just like kind of like? He's like, yo, got a new girl, take her to the closet, dress her up, bring her out. He's probably got because a... then he's feeding them to the rancor and he's losing all these bikinis. He's gotta have a crazy budget.
0: A blacksmith he probably has that he makes make them. Mm. Yeah, in the back room there with all that like that melt that metal, uh melted metal, hot metal that they're hitting the droids the with. Droids, the droids are just yeah.
1: melting into bikinis.
2: Maybe they no, make the bikinis I... out of the droids, yeah. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying like on top of it, like I could have imagined scenarios where like this didn't happen in the movie, but like Leia's bikini would have been made out of R2. Like just, just another layer yeah. of yeah. like, now you have to Get wear your, your friend. Right, <laughs> it's right. like right. Yeah. that is, that's
0: a good pick. Java is evil. And that sometimes gets overlooked by all the other chaos going on around Java and his situation. Um, let alone having frozen people as wall decorations, <laughs> He's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, good pick, James. Um, that is evil, and we do not miss you, Jabba. Uh, though we hope you see, we see in Solo a little too. Bit. Yeah, I hope you see in Solo <laughs> too. Maybe. He's yeah. all right. Yeah, <laughs> bring him back a little bit. I take that back. Um, all right.
1: <laughs> He's not that bad.
0: <laughs> pick six. We're halfway there. I'm going with uh, Kylo Ren killing his father, Han Solo. Um, the evilest of evil deeds obviously killing your own dad but also just kind of how it happened you know that when han walks out there he knows that it is risky but i in my heart believe that han really thought that he was reaching his son and he was going to bring him back and uh kylo said, will you help me and he holds it out and then he just ignites that thing through his uh, chest um and kills him um it's uh a and the light goes down, and it turns dark and red, and and Chewie has to watch it happen, and fire on on Kylo Ren. Just that whole scene. is really you don't really need to explain why it's evil. It's just it's just uh, a dark dark moment in a really fun movie um, that brought a lot of heaviness to that the end of that film. And uh, obviously, I love Han Solo, so seeing him get killed is rough. But seeing it happen at the hand of his son is even rougher. Yeah,
1: yeah this is one of those scenes that. It just, when it happened, you didn't think it was going to happen. Like, I went into The Force Awakens being like, oh, Han's probably going to die at some point, based on what we've heard and known of Harrison Ford and stuff like that. Um, But I didn't think it, he was going to go that way. And when it happened, I was like, oh, this guy's bad.
0: Yeah, like, you want to
2: establish your new villain that's how
0: you do yeah. it folks
1: kill han solo in way front better than like the
2: falcon blowing up or something stupid you know yeah which I everyone thought was gonna Chewy, happen
0: yeah 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 uh, yeah i don't know Pure evil. evil. yeah um all right Lacey. great pick thanks uh start off the second half here pick seven
1: so pick seven would be luke's aunt and uncle getting killed i know you're seeing a theme here guys <laughs> uh <laughs> death uh i just think that this is another one of those scenes um that kind of stuck with me ever since i first saw star wars uh, new hope like just the barbecued carcasses of his aunt and uncle is just such a jarring sight when he comes back like you think like oh he's gonna find them hurt or maybe dead but like they're not just dead they're like dead like, to the point that, like, th- their bodies are even posed in a way that, like, they were, like, kind of scared or defensive. No force um, healing
0: happening there.
1: No, and it's just very shocking. <laughs> which is, ne- ultimately, it's needed in the story because it's that hero moment, like, Ben, uh, uh, Uncle Ben with Spider-Man, where he has to go on his path um, yeah, mm-hmm. to becoming the hero. But it's still, it's heartbreaking that these are the people that raised him. And he feels partially responsible because he went off with the droids, but it could have been him. So yeah, no, it's evil. Stormtroopers empire evil. And this is just an example. One of the examples of why they don't care.
2: You know, so you know something you don't, you don't think about on an everyday basis, but they didn't come in there and say like, Hey, we know, you know where Luke and the droids are and stuff. Um, so we're just going to kill you. You know they were, like, I don't know, like, questioned. Like, tell us where they are. And they're like, well, we're not going to tell you, you know? It's mm-hmm. kind of like they – I mean, there's always the chance that maybe they – I don't know. I guess maybe they might have been like, we don't know. He left this morning and they they just didn't believe him. But I I guess I, I tend to think that they were – like I don't know like defending him like it was kind of mm-hmm. one of those things where like they gave up their life so that he would be safe kind of a right thing yeah kind of a vibe that I've always gotten from it even if I, I don't know I guess I maybe could be persuaded on that one um but either way it's terrible <laughs> right yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's I mean you know it's we talk about the, the gruesomeness like Lacey just said you see you see their skeletons it's just like crazy yeah um, and you you, yeah. you you don't even want to think like how it happened but like sometimes a good movie and storytelling you don't sh- need to show the gore you just show the end result and you let your imagination do the rest and uh, that's okay. that's some dark stuff without a doubt especially probably the first serious thing that happens in a Star Wars movie uh, ever <laughs> There there it is um, so good pick uh, there James uh, you have pick eight here we have five to go what is the next most evil moment in star wars
2: um that one was lazy's pick um my pick is order sixty six um yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think uh I think there's a bigger reason why order sixty six is bad and i know um I know the future. I know one that John is going to talk about. So that's a, a a bigger reason to order 66. But let's talk about the the, the heart of it, which is um, this dude just uh, thinking that his, his way to control the galaxy is better than their way to control the galaxy. So therefore, I'm going to spend like... Years and years and years planning a way to just make sure that all of them or anybody of this uh, that is remotely a threat to my power um, is just killed. And it's all going to happen in a matter of, like, minutes, practically, galaxy-wide. Yeah. Like, what a freaking crazy thing to try to to organize and and to be the person who has the ability to pull the trigger at any moment and like not even blink at it and be like, almost be like excited about it. Like now's the time I'm so pumped on this. It's going to happen. And then just like, like everybody else is feeling this, this terrible, like they're, you know, grabbing their chest. They're like, Oh my God, what's happening. Something's happening across. We can all feel it. And, you know, I don't think they really show it, but, like, you know he's sitting there, and he can feel that in the Force, and he's loving it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just rough. Yeah. It's just rough.
0: Sitting behind his computer desk in that chair, just fully embracing everything. Um, no yeah especially in the way it plays out in Revenge of the Sith where just like you said at the at the flip of a switch all of a sudden Commander Cody's firing upon Obi-Wan Kenobi who is like his friend in this battle against the Separatists which was all this set up anyway uh, and then seeing yeah. the other Jedi and the one getting the Top Gun move pulled on them, where they go back and fire on her and uh, Plo Koon and everyone just getting mowed down in all these scenes. And uh, Ki-Adi-Mundi tries to fight him off, and then you see the the kid Jedi, who's played by George Lucas's son, trying to fight him off. And Bail is like, and so it is. All right, I'm out. I'm like, just like okay. That whole scene and the music that's playing is very emotional and dark. Uh, I like they how, played
2: it in the Clone Wars episodes recently. Yeah
0: yes uh, messed up, man. yeah um i mean that's that's a big one that's a big one order 66 uh without question evil especially with how long he'd been planning that out which um uh kind of goes nicely into my next one which uh i will just say straight up uh palpatine's manipulation of anakin skywalker um again a long drawn out played out thing but seeing this young boy and knowing at the age of eight, his has powers and abilities, and what you were going to do to manipulate him and turn him into an evil person, I think is the sickest form of anything you can imagine uh, anyone doing. Um, any kind of like child abuse and anything like that is the most evil of actions. I I think that could exist ever, um, and it starts with him saying, "We'll follow your career with great interest," and you know, as being that that's a prequel, what he's talking about there and how he just kept festering these things into his brain and, and almost conditioning him into what he turned out to be and you wonder if Plagueis kind of did the same thing to him uh, even though it's not canon anymore he had killed his parents uh, and, and that sort of thing kind of like the Phasma situation but um, yeah Palpatine manipulating Anakin Skywalker to ultimately become Darth Vader um, again like 66 but on a one focused
2: personal level a long drawn out plan Uh it's my uh, my third. Pick. Which is which is what I was mentioning earlier. I think the whole thing behind Order sixty six is m- the manipulation of all these different people, like including clones. You know, it's like I'm putting chips in your brain and stuff. So, but the manipulation of all of that focused in on one person was your answer, and that's perfect. A good, great answer.
0: Yeah, Lacey, thoughts on uh, Palpatine targeting and manipulating young Skywalker.
1: Yeah, it's messed up.
2: <laughs> he's That's a terrible the person. To like all of our, yeah. right.
1: I know, but I'm I'm saying that because it kind of plays into mine. It, am I able to go into mine? Like, yeah. I, sure. I have a feeling the next few ones are gonna be related to Palpatine because he's that evil guys Like, he is the most evil person in Star Wars. Um, and my pick is actually something from the sequel trilogy, which is very recent, um, which is from the rise of skywalker uh ray's parents being killed we're talking about palpatine's own clone son that he had hunted down and murdered because of ray and not only just murdered like stabbed to death like there are many ways that you could do this as you guys know through my list there are many ways people can die (laughs) uh being stabbed is definitely one of the worst ones. Like, that's a very passionate crime of just pure evil, like, just craziness. Um, and then to know that that act then resulted in Ray being left on a planet by herself at such a young age, which then left her to starve and be by herself and just spend her childhood not knowing what love was, is what ultimately, like... She then goes into even worse situations after that, you know? Uh, But, yeah, no. Ray's parents getting killed is definitely one of the most evil things in Star Wars because it just sets her on a path of sadness and and just terrible stuff. This has been fun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a a good one. Um, (laughs) I, I, uh... I read this one on your list and I thought, yeah, that's pretty terrible that somebody killed Ray's parents. but what didn't connect to me until you said it aloud was the fact that the person who ordered the hit was the parent of the person. you know I, mm-hmm. I think that definitely makes it a lot worse because I I I don't know I guess I was just thinking like, oh Ray's so sweet and somebody killed their parents that's that's not good somebody kills your parents, but when you flip it and say, like, that a person ordered the hit on their children, or, you know, and his daughter-in-law, if you will, it's like, I don't know, man. The the guy's just clearly just messed up. Yeah, It does, does not care. Even when you get to the end of Rise of Skywalker, it's all about trying to restore him, or it's all about trying to, like, preserve his own life. And throughout the movies, like, he's like kill the girl you know what i mean he's like i never wanted you dead i wanted you here and it's like get out of town man <laughs> get out, out of stop. town <laughs> <laughs> yeah imagine palpatine just You'll like you know, I, I never thought about
0: that
2: and go build your own cult yeah, or yeah he's like all right, right. <laughs> since he put it that way yeah <laughs> All
0: right, James. Up, man. Um,
2: you have pick
0: eleven in the Kessel Run. A lot of evil being talked about here. What is your final pick in the list?
2: Um, Lacey's right. It does have to do with Palpatine. Um, I actually don't know if there's. Uh, I'd have to go back and do my research for there's a specific person that pulled the order on this. Uh, but my last pick is uh, the genocide of the Geonosians. Um, I I know they're like ant creatures or insects but I really don't think these were bad people Um, they had a leader who kind of led them into um, down the wrong path but the I don't know like the Death Star was supposed to be built by this group and then they were supposed to be built by this group and it was all for something that they believed in and at the end of the day, just because they were the people that knew how to build it um, and they could potentially build it for someone else to have like a competitive Death Star, um, they were like, well, now that we have the Death Star, we, we have the plans, we, we could, we just want to own it and we want to keep it to ourselves. So eliminate everybody who has any sort of connection to understanding how that thing might have been um built yeah. and uh you know a- another thing to mention too really quick is like when you watch rebels like there's a there's a geonosian character in that show um who's really only there to try to preserve his species um he's trying to protect the egg so that they can live on it's it's really sad um but you see like there's a there's a um they they basically poisoned him. they just put a poison on the planet that um made it so they couldn't live they, like an insecticide if you will and uh dr Afra goes to the planet and she leans over to like one of the bodies and like bodies like hanging out like they were gra- grasping for air you know it's just it's so messed up yeah <laughs> it's like you, they hired these people for the the job and then when they completed the job they're just like oh you're just a, a loose end. And just, like, eliminated their species.
0: I think that's... not good. I think that's a a good pick because, you know, to your point, um, what they did and what they spent their life doing and their time doing was helping someone else's plan. So it's not like they even had their own ideas and their own lives that they were enjoying. They were doing this work for this other person and there were were no fruits to that labor. It was just death. Mm -hmm. So... Whereas, like, on Alderaan, you know, those people got killed, but they were living on a nice planet, and they were a peaceful society, and they probably had some good times. These people were just doing this labor uh, to build this weapon, and they thought that eventually it would lead to a benefit for them and their planet and their species, Mm -hmm. and nope, didn't happen. So, uh, no enjoyment whatsoever, and then it ends in that way. And I do like that sort of thing that a Rebels type of show can, can help is a quick, maybe little side character saying this will help you sympathize with these people when you watch Attack of the Clones or something like that. And it doesn't have to be a big deal that shifts or changes anything. I like that. Um, So, uh, good pick. Good job. Um, Now, last pick. um, Pretty brutal. Uh, Anakin killing the younglings in the Jedi Temple who were hiding in that room. Uh, And disturbing. And obviously Lucas wasn't going to show it um in detail uh you see shades of stuff on the holograms or whatever but uh, Anakin walking into the room and the one kid coming fr- out from behind the couch thinking he's there to help them is the really the 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 worst part of it cuz you that kid probably was filled with relief that they saw their hero Anakin walk into the room and he's the one that's going to end it and then when he lights the lightsaber the kid like sh- gets so like s- like scared and then thrown back it really affects me especially being a dad now and there's other personal reasons why i don't like the scene too i won't get into but um it's uh just a really dark scene i'm surprised lucas went there but i guess he had to um uh especially for a guy who says it's all about family and hope and stuff like that he had to make his dark end for his uh his fallen hero but uh, this is the most evil thing uh that i can think of for my list and it can kill in the young links in revenge of the sith
1: I agree yeah. that is the the most evil thing you can do is ever is killing babies or children like that that you can't come back from that uh that is the worst of the worst um there it's so evil that you can't even say youngling at Disney World like that's how bad that scene is is they won't say youngling is that's, that's not true World. really that's what they said
2: no that was a bad rumor
1: Are you sure there is a video where the cast member says they can't say it
2: well we'll test it out when we go well
1: yeah we should test it out anyway long story short it's really really terrible um i don't even watch that scene i skip over it if i ever watch the movie because i just can't can't deal with it so yeah yeah. good pick it's messed up man yeah
2: i feel like (laughs) if there was like a buzzfeed article that was like top 10 worst things. There's no <laughs> way that's not number one, you know? Right, <laughs> Cause right, right. I think it's, I think it's the thing that most people associate with being like the, the most like surprisingly brutal thing in star Wars. Yeah. Right. Even uh, as you were talking about earlier, like the destruction of a planet, sometimes you're like, yeah, we didn't see anybody. We didn't know anybody on those planets and stuff. Um, and then you see like a car- one individual, one person, but you've been following them for so long it feels worse. Right. Um uh you know, people even said that about Kylo Ren, you know. You can redeem Darth Vader because we didn't see any of that stuff, but we saw Kylo Ren do some of this stuff, so therefore he's irredeemable. but um, but I but I, st- I still think at the end of the day like this is this is one of those things that like yo, we all know it happened. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. bad. Yeah, and it's not a good thing.
0: It's it, it helps create the villains that you need for good storytelling, though, and that's what this list is all about. It's not in us enjoying the evil moments, but it's uh, great for building up those villains that Star Wars. Uh, Has and obviously a lot of these moments had to do with Palpatine, of course, because he's the big baddie. But the quick rundown of our list that as we finish up the Kessel run here Krennic killing uh, Jinn's mom in Rogue One, Phasma killing all of her family, well, whether it's orchestrating or doing it herself, Uh, destruction of Alderaan. By Tarkin as Leia watched. Shmi Skywalker being tortured by the Tusken Raiders. uh, Hanging on until Anakin arrived for a final goodbye. Jabba enslaving people with chains by the neck. If they don't do that, he has them eaten. Uh, Not good. Um, Kylo Ren killing his father, Han Solo, in The Force Awakens. Owen and Beru being killed in A New Hope. Uh, Order 66 in Revenge of the Sith. Palpatine manipulating Anakin Skywalker uh, to becoming Darth Vader. Oshi killing Rey's parents at the Order of Palpatine, the father of Rey's father. Um, Geonosian genocide, uh, the wiping out of a species. Uh, and uh, finally, Anakin killing the younglings. So, that is our list for the 12 most evil moments in Star Wars. Let us know what you think about our list. What is on your list that wasn't on our list let's have a discussion about it again remember 12 o'clock on youtube if you want to hop in the comments we'll talk with you about it and hit us up on twitter at rbatswnn or email us whatever you want to do we hope you enjoyed this edition of the kessel run but now it's time to put on a happy face and send it over to lacy to get into resistance transmissions
1: all right guys it's time for resistance transmissions So hopefully, after all that evil, we can laugh a little bit. So, the way this works... (laughs) Oh, they're all dead. No, nope. Not at that. (laughs) Uh, So the way this works is every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter, and you guys give your answers. And I've never read the situation. I don't know what's going on. Do I know how to read? That's another question. Um, But yeah, I read your answers. And we'll see how it goes. So, the scenario is, Anakin Skywalker accidentally posted his address to Spacebook. See what you did there, John. <laughs> uh, this led to someone breaking in and stealing his lightsaber. Which Star Wars character stole it, and what did they do with it? First up is Cam Ray, at Cam Ray, who said, From my son Jonah, no Twitter, no handle, but let's say he got his handle. Way to go, Jonah! Way to get your handle. Uh, he said it was Rex, so he could be a Jedi, and Ahsoka couldn't brag about outranking him.
2: Hey, <laughs>
0: good call! You know, give Rex a saber.
1: Next is M S W L D at Blood what? Bloody Ormy. Whoa, what is that? Uh. They said the Jawas from Arvala 7, their plan was to ransom it for some sweet, sweet suka. Suka! Suka! (laughs) Suka. (laughs) Cadbury, furry Cadbury egg. Uh,
0: (laughs) Would you eat a furry Cadbury egg?
1: It depends what the fur's made out of. Hair. No. Gross. (laughs) Would you?
0: Would you rather be in a Star Wars movie with a one line or eat a Cadbury furry egg? Be
1: kidding. in Star Wars with one <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That would right. look
2: pretty good, though.
1: Ew. i <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding. i just kidding. Next is David Probus, General Greybeard, at PB... Oh, I always do this. P Buff Daddy 0 and he said, Grievous, Cough, Cough, Skywalker, I have added your lightsaber to my collection. Anakin, why mine? You should go after Mace. He's the one who made you sound like you smoke 40 packs a day. Grievous, window is scary. Anakin, check outside Palpatine's window in an hour.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> man.
1: Woof. Yeah. All right. Yikes. Next is Micah Harrison at Micah Ex Machina. and he said Kylo Ren, because anytime he plays at his granddad's, he always got to take it too far and be like, that lightsaber, it belongs to me. Such a punk.
0: <laughs> he is a punk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, next is Scott Gibson at Scott Gibby and Mello at A Grey Jedi said Maz Kanata. She thought it might be in come in handy for the good story for another time that <laughs> she, likes,
0: she likes her stories
1: she's turned into the character now that steals everybody's stuff for a good story like for, yeah. I, I always see this online <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: uh next is adam odell at Odal adam who said a force ghost young a force ghost youngling who lost their life to the saber stole it, and turned it in as evidence to the local Coruscant police precinct. <laughs> that sounds like a really like crazy lifetime drama. But yeah. Like, the ghost detective.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Good for the youngling learning how to become one with the force.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next is Alex Zoukas at Zubaka, who said, Jacked Fish blows his way through a wall like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> takes the lightsaber and cuts an exit out of Anakin's apartment jacked fish now with (laughs) with bulging biceps (laughs) ripped pecs and a laser sword (laughs) jacked fish wow I love the description bulging biceps ripped pecs (laughs) if you're a resistance oh, officer
0: you can get a jacked fish sticker
1: you could mark at mark wait mark at the kind of i almost said mark at the uh, mark at uh doc Ondar stole it that's the guy from galaxy's edge right yes he yeah. is currently protesting the first order lockdown on Batuu so that he can sell anakin's lightsaber he would also really like to get a haircut <laughs> you and every other person <laughs>
0: yeah i'm gonna buy stock in like scissors or something
1: mm. uh n- and last but not least is todd de Lo- todd delorean de grosier at todd knows best he said the galaxy may never know the answer to this question and then he put in like kind of like an action like a script Mechanical coughing intensifies off in the distance. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for your answers. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN. Um, John puts up a situational, and then you guys give your answers and you can make it on the show. Um, but yeah, back to you, John.
0: Guys, thank you so much for sending those, especially when we do a Kessel Runabout evil things um enjoy the laughs (laughs) appreciate that keep them coming resistance transmissions every week good stuff uh make sure you are subscribed to us um on apple Podcasts, soundcloud spotify or youtube if you are new to trb welcome we appreciate you joining us. Share it with friends. If you have friends that like Star Wars, send a link to them about the show. And that's how we grow, because of you guys. So we appreciate that. Make sure you're going to starwarsnewsnet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. And uh, James talked about it before uh, the shirts, you know where to go to get them. But make sure you get your Makes a Little Two Happen shirts soon so that you have them in time for Makes a Little Two Happen Day on May 25th, because it's back, baby! If you want to talk about it hit me up on twitter at johnny hoey and i'll be over at starwarsnewsnet.com as well james
2: um i'll be on twitter and instagram at myra trunks
0: lg
1: people can find me on instagram and twitter at lacy Gillerin.
0: guys that is the end of this episode of the resistance broadcast Um, We hope you have a wonderful weekend We hope everyone's hanging in there We're going to be turning the clock to May And hopefully things start getting better for all of us But uh, enjoy your weekends as best as you can And we'll see you on Monday morning With another episode right here On the Resistance Broadcast We'll see you around kids